0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Raise to Empower podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to be focusing on marketing through networking in our private practice. If you have thought about using networking as a strategy to market your practice, you probably think most often about networking with other therapists and physicians or doctors offices. But when I think of networking and when I'm coaching other clinicians about how to network in their private practice, I like to think about three different categories, different groups that we want to think about approaching in different ways in how we network and why we network with them. So like I said, you know, the first group that we often think about is networking with other clinicians or other therapists, those that are also in the mental health profession. And then we typically think of category two as doctors, physicians, medical professionals. And I feel like a lot of times that's where we spend our focus is in those two categories when it comes to networking about what we're doing in our private practice. But there's a third group that I like to encourage fellow therapists to spend time thinking about and networking with, and that's community stakeholders. And so in today's episode, I want to focus on the importance and the value of networking with other community stakeholders. You know, what are they? Why is it important to connect with them? Because I think this is an underutilized group and one that's of high importance and value when it comes to networking and marketing our practice. So you may be thinking like, okay, what are community stakeholders? Who are they? Like, why, why do they have value? So the way I describe community stakeholders are, these are people or organizations that would be kind of in the orbit of the clients you serve. So these are people that are kind of adjacent to our clients. So for example, if you work in maternal mental health, maybe you work with women who are in pregnancy or postpartum, or they are uh, trying to conceive or struggling with infertility, you may want to connect with community stakeholders that you could think of as like lactation consultants or doulas, preschool directors, daycares. These would be community stakeholders that would be adjacent to your clients if you serve the the kind of maternal mental health population. If you work with college students, maybe that's the niche you focus on you would want to connect with other college counseling centers or resident life advisors. Maybe there's a university in your town you connect with their career center directors or administrators, or maybe even other professors. You know, a lot of times college students will go to their their professors and kind of open up to them about stuff that's going on. So connecting with the professors there. Maybe you're, you specialize in working with teens or adolescents. So connecting with school counselors or principals, coaches, or maybe even youth pastors or rabbis. Again, those that would be in the orbit of the clients that you serve. Or let's say you serve the military community, maybe connecting with family readiness coordinators or veterans-focused organizations, military spouse organizations, the ombudsman budsmen for the base or for the the command, you know, think about who are people other than a therapist and other than a doctor that the clients that you serve, your ideal client would come in contact. Those would be the community stakeholders. Those are the people that we want to to network with, to build a connection with. We've all been told we need to network in our private practice, but no one actually tells us how to do it or what to say. Enter Comprehensive Connecting, effective scripts that expand your networking community and actually fill your online practice. This free guide will give you effective scripts to connect with fellow clinicians, medical professionals, and community stakeholders to build strong networking relationships that will help fill your practice. In this guide, you will get tips and tricks for building relationships that will lead to referrals in your practice, real life examples of messages used to connect with referral sources, and customizable plug and send scripts for your specific practice needs. So download your free scripts guide today by going to bit.ly forward slash And so why is it important to to connect with them? Why do we want to connect with these community stakeholders? Think about the people that are in your orbit. And we want to kind of put ourselves in the position of our potential clients. Many times the community stakeholders are the people who find themselves on the other end of someone opening up about struggles they're experiencing, you know, a teenager may talk to their coach about something that's going on in their life or they may share with a pastor or a teacher. Or if you are serving, let's say, women who are struggling with perinatal mood and anxiety disorders, they may be talking to their lactation consultant or the teachers at their child's daycare. These are the people that, are going to be maybe the first people to kind of hear about the struggles going on with our clients. And so while those stakeholders, you know, they absolutely are providing support to that individual. A lot of times these are people or organizations that are in need of having referrals for mental health services, because while they can be there to support that person or to listen to that that potential client, they're not really in a position to serve as an actual counselor for them. So when you are thinking about your ideal client, consider the people that before they reach out to you, who may they first open up to about their struggles? Who would they share their thoughts with? It could be their hairdresser. It could be a counselor, again, a pastor, a friend, a teacher. Make a list of the people that are in that orbit of your ideal client before they come to see you. This is who you want to build a relationship with. This is who you want to have a connection with so that they can easily send you referrals when they come across somebody who is in need of therapy. As that person is opening up to them and saying, like, I feel like I just need to talk to somebody, but I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to look for a therapist. Or do you know of somebody I can talk to? That they will then be able to say, absolutely, I know of a therapist that I would recommend you to. Here's their information. You want to be the person that comes top of mind when that community stakeholder comes across that potential client. Now, keep in mind, when you are building relationships with these stakeholders, you also want to remember that we want to learn about them and learn about their services the things that that stakeholder offers because they may be of value to your clients that are seeing you. You know, we as providers, we're always in need of resources to pass along to our clients. So think about the needs of the clients you serve, right? The clients that are sitting with you right now, what are the things that they're finding that they are struggling with? What are resources that they need access to? And those would be good stakeholders to connect with because if your clients are needing connection to those resources, most likely those resources have people coming in the door that are needing connection to you. And so we want this to be a reciprocal relationship, right? We want to be able to connect our clients to these other people or or individuals or organizations and know that those individuals, those stakeholders are going to be able to support our clients the way that that they need to be supported outside of the therapy room, but that they would feel comfortable then referring people to us. We always want to keep in mind that, you know, when we are networking, it's a reciprocal relationship, right? It's not just, hey, do this thing for me. We want to be supporting them as well. So as you're thinking about networking, which absolutely should be, a part of your marketing plan for your practice. I really want to encourage you to not forget those community stakeholders. It is so important to include this group of people in your marketing plan for your practice. And like I said before, sometimes the relationships can give you more connections and more referrals than the people that we typically think of when we are thinking of networking, right? We typically think of doctors and other therapists, but sometimes the greatest referral source that I've had in my practice don't come from those groups. It comes from those community stakeholders. This is kind of an untapped population or kind of an untapped group, I think, that we forget about when we are thinking about who should we be sharing about the work that we're doing. So if you're wondering about how to kind of approach community stakeholders or even the other groups, right, other doctors or other therapists, if you're kind of feeling like, well, who do I network with, right? Like who would I connect with about my practice? How do I do that? What do I say? Be sure to download the free guide called Comprehensive Connecting Effective Scripts that expand your networking community and actually fill your online practice. This is a great tool that helps to really look at each of these groups separately and ways to approach them with networking because it's a little bit different when it comes to each group. And you can download that free guide at bit.ly forward slash comp connecting. And the link to that is in the show notes. I know this isn't a super long episode today, but I wanted to just make this kind of short and sweet so that this just kind of gets your brain kind of percolating of who are my community stakeholders? Who are the people that maybe I have connected with in the past and I need to circle back around to again right now because maybe I'm needing more clients or maybe I'm needing more resources to be able to provide my clients with. Who are the people that your ideal client would be coming into orbit with and could be a great referral source to you? Make a list of those people and just pick one a week to begin reaching out to as a way to build those networking relationships. This is a great marketing tool that really doesn't cost anything. It just costs time. And so if you are needing a way to be budget conscious as you're marketing, this is a great way to do that. So be sure to download the free guide. Again, the link will be in the show notes. Thank you for joining me here today. And I hope that this got your brain thinking about who are some other people to begin sharing about the work that you do in your practice. I'll see you back here next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Raise to Empower podcast. Check the show notes for all links and resources mentioned in the show. If you found today's episode helpful or inspiring, be sure to share it with your therapist friends. And don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave your five-star rating and review. It truly means so much to me and will help us get our message of empowerment out to other women and mom clinicians. And I'd love to connect with you in our Facebook community. So check out the show notes for the link or head to bit.ly forward slash raise to empower to join us. I'll see you back here next week.